Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. That's that one time you uh, texted Brett Hall about your Call of Duty. uh... I accidentally (laughs) texted Brett Hall once that I got 18 kills on Warzone. Uh, he didn't respond. Uh, but you know what, though? He knows. He knows that if he ever picks up a controller, that he's got a good teammate. That's all I got to say about that. All right, welcome to Brews and Bruins Season 2, Episode 16. A The Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Bruins Diehards, sponsored by Save More Spirits and DraftKings, a drinkable podcast you can taste. Um, <laughs> speaking of, uh, this episode is sponsored by Save More Spirits. Check them out for all your beer, wine, and liquor needs. They have all the macro brews, as well as a healthy offering of local beers and craft beers. Uh, They have locations in Somerville, Medford, Cambridge, and Malden. If you want to learn more, check out SaveMoreSpirits.com. They have online ordering at Minibar and Drizzly with free delivery on your first order. If you use the promo code Brews and Bruins with an ampersand, no spaces, and capital Bs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very specific <clears throat> oh this episode is also sponsored by DraftKings pigskin fans the moment you've been waiting for all season is right around the corner and DraftKings the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55 is bringing back their golden ticket giveaway with up to 55 million dollars in prizes up for grabs All you have to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter DraftKings free Super Bowl prediction challenge. Once you submit your picks, you will have you will get a free instant prize up to twenty five thousand dollars. And if you have the most predictions correct, you could win the top prize of one million dollars. Download the app now, enter the free prediction challenge, answer questions like who will score first and boom, get ready to make it rain. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its players since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to enter the, enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing, so use promo code THPN now. And enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Chris, please talk. Seamless. All right. (laughs) Welcome to the episode. I'm Chris Gear. I'm here with Drew Johnson. Cam is fired. And we have our buddy from Bruins Diehards, but he's not a Bruins guy, Andrew Chelney. How are you doing? What's going on? How are we doing? Uh, not too bad. Uh, Chell Squared podcast. Yes, sir. Excellent podcast. Uh, we're happy to have you on. 
uh, for some general NHL knowledge and maybe uh, a little Rangers preview. I don't even know when the Bruins play the Rangers, but February 10th. Okay, there we go. Drew's doing research behind the <clears throat> scenes. He's got it. He's got it covered. He's ca- he's came prepared. I know everything. I know who's like going first in the draft and everything. I know the f- whole first round. All right, well, let's go around the horn with, with drinks. Drew, what are you drinking? <clears throat> what, what am I drinking? Uh, it is a zero-gravity Madonna double IPA. Nice little can for those seeing it on video, I suppose. Um. Yeah, 8%. Because I'll give it the old review. Yeah, drinkability, you can drink it. You can certainly drink it. <laughs> it is drinkable. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably give it about a, like a 20%, which I think is pretty good in terms of double IPAs. Not so bad. 20%? 20, 20%? What's well, 20%, 20% of 37? 20 out of 37. <laughs> wow. Okay, I had a few during dinner. Um <laughs> uh what was that drinkability yeah and taste you can taste it as well but it's not it's not too heavy so i'll give that a uh an 18 on taste you can in fact taste the beer that you, you are drinking. i like that love that you could drink it too yeah all right shelly are you drinking anything uh well i mean i guess you know because both of you are uh i would i would imagine that it is a it is a drinking podcast i just opened up my fridge took a look uh i am not nearly as fancy as drew uh, but I do have a Budweiser, so Hell classic. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I can give an ASMR here of the uh, of the can open. Oh, we love Hell that! Yeah. We Ooh. love that on this show. So you know, <laughs> classic Budweiser. All right, a beer that doesn't need a review. Exactly. I mean, listen, it's it's your classic. It's your staple. Uh, beer that you can get in any deli, in any bodega, because I am in New York. We do have bodegas in these parts. Uh, you know, it's it's not your double IPA. I've never even heard of a double IPA, but here we oh, are. Man. I learn something new every day. Uh, standard, I mean, you know, there's no Molson down here in New York. There's Well, there is an upstate New York not down here. Uh, no Molson, no Labatt, but, you know, Budweiser does the trick. Not bad. I uh, I had some Labatt while uh, watching the last two Bills games, and uh, one of them went well. But um, I, I do have a PBR here, but that's that's for backup. I'm I'm with Drew on this one. I got a double IPA. I got a, and I'm watching you, Lazowski from McKellar, San Diego. <laughs> um, if you can, wow, I'm really bad at this. Uh, it's a hilarious uh, can. Um, what is a double IPA? What does that mean? It's more alcohol. Yeah, generally more <laughs> more alcohol, usually a little less hoppy, um, more of like a rounded flavor, which makes it more dangerous because, you know, usually they don't like attack your taste buds or anything. So um, this one does a little bit. 7.9% alcohol, um, a New England style double IPA. Uh, brewed with Amarillo, Citra, and Motueka hops. I don't know what that is. Sure. Um, but f- we'll start with taste. And it is excellent, and you can taste it. It's going to be like a 29. Um, and then drinkability. I always ding double IPAs for this because you don't want to be pounding double IPAs all day. But I don't know; it's it's not going to kill you uh, to have a couple of them. 
Um, well, depends on your day. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll go. Eight, we'll go eighteen on that. Um, all right, well, let's get into the like unsavory part of this podcast. We're not going to spend too much time on this because we are uh, three white men and probably don't have a whole lot to add to the discourse here. But uh, a lot of the things going on off the ice around the NWHL are pretty shitty right now. Um, kind of a weird feud with Barstool Sports and um, uh, Soroya Tinker, uh, you know, stood up and said something and a, a lot of people agreed. And uh, then Barstool kind of came out and hammered her for it. And it was uh, really shitty that one, a black woman had to be the first one to come up and come out and say something. Uh, and two, that she was immediately attacked by barstool and then all of its followers and then anyone who supported her also kind of got attacked by a lot of those people and uh especially weird on a day when uh it's world mental health day where um a lot of people are speaking out about a lot of mental health issues and things and uh you know having people attack other people online is pretty antithetical to that and um yeah and it's just it really sucks because one, the NHL is really shitty with a lot of this stuff. And, uh, you know, a lot of the, uh, women's hockey fans that I've been, I've been talking to and getting to know over the past six months or so getting ready for the season, it's been really nice. And a lot of them are way nicer than a lot of the NHL fans around. And so it sucks to have this kind of mar it and know that a lot of the same issues that plague the NHL plague, uh, the NWHL as well. Um, any thoughts, guys? Yeah, no, I mean, I from what I understand, I mean, I, I follow a few people that work with the NWHL. You know, Alyssa Turner just, just does an amazing job. Uh, Nick Putina does an amazing job with the NWHL, of course, uh, Christina's brother. I mean, there's so many people that do great things for the, for the NWHL. And for months now, I've seen them so excited for the season and the things that they've been doing and, and ramping up their content and everything and everything that's been happening the last few days on social media is just the, is everything just crashing down? It feels like it, it, all their work and all their efforts and all their like excitement just kind of was silenced almost immediately. And again, like, you know, we're, we probably aren't the best people to have this con like, you know, to, to kind of voice these uh, thoughts on. Cause I mean, we're, we're not one, we're not, part of the organizations and two like we're not we're we're white men like there's i mean you know like you th there could be people that are like oh well the, it's the woke police saying that you know white people like white men don't have opinions anymore it's like it, it's like no dude like we we're just not the correct demographic to have you know the the most the loudest opinion on this like this is just not our battle to fight and so like this is this is just really unfortunate on on all sides. I mean, the NWHL, you know, the we we had some unfortunate news with the Riveters uh, earlier today that that you know that that they won't be playing in the in the uh, Lake Placid attorney. But I mean, there's still games going on. You could and games are free on Twitch. Like, go watch. It's literally free. Dot ninety nine to to go watch them. Go watch them. It's great hockey. Yeah, uh, been enjoying the games, which the on ice product has been excellent and it's, it's great. Um, Drew, you got anything to add? Um, I think you guys, you know, kind of covered the barstool stuff. Well, um, yeah, I've been a little bit out of it, a little bit, not on social media too. 
too much this week. <clears throat> School's been ramping up, but I've seen a little bit of it. I mean, my general opinion is I don't like Barstool. Um, so I think I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it's fine. The, the best thing we can do right now, uh, us three and and other white men, is just promote people who are saying the right things. Um, amplify uh, women of color, especially black women um, who are out here who've been growing the league for the last six years, not somebody who comes in and says, I have all this money here, take this money. And uh, if you don't take it, then I'll attack you is that's kind of where the battle's at. And Mm -hmm. yeah, Uh, just keep spreading the good word. Um, Support women's hockey. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We're supposed to play the Riveters on Saturday, but um, not sure what's going to happen now that they're no longer part of the Lake Placid bubble, which turns out wasn't a great bubble if uh, it didn't work. Um, yeah, it's, it seemed like a lot of their protocols weren't um, as strict as maybe the other bubbles that were happening earlier on. And now the pandemic is even worse than it was before. There's the new strain that's even more transmissible. Um, can't stress this enough, everybody. Like the, it's way worse than it was when we were like all locked down over the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, things haven't changed just because you're bored right now. Um, I haven't seen my parents in over a year. Um, hoping I get to do that at some point, uh, the more we cooperate with all of the policies. And I, I mean, like even, even our government's letting us down currently, like, uh, I'm, I'm in California and, um, it seems like there's no real plan for some reason, a bunch of restrictions were just lifted, even though nothing's <laughs> particularly better than it was last week. So, um, I understand trying to open things up for small businesses to stay open, but also there are other ways to remedy that, like canceling mm-hmm. uh, building rent and, you know, stimulus packages, but whatever, that's for a different podcast. Um, <laughs> I did get a minor in political science. Like I could, I could, if you rev me up, like I'll go, but this is not the right time. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, Politics yeah. and Prosecco podcast. So, I mean, Presented right, Pride. exactly. The Pride lost their third game. Um, not, not a whole lot to say about the, that. There, it was a pretty good game until the third period against the whale. And then the whale kind of just, <laughs> the whale exploded. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they came out and uh, what, scored like four goals. And yeah, turns out uh, pretty good team. Um, and, you know, small sample size stuff here. I don't think the pride looked terrible, but, you know, it's time to maybe not panic, but get a little nervous that things aren't as great as they were last season. Yeah, no, I tuned in. They also, since we record, oh, I'm like confusing it. Since we recorded the last episode, they also faced tr- the Toronto Six for the first time, right? Yeah, because they did that on Tuesday, the day that the podcast came out. We recorded it on Monday. Yeah, so there have so been, there been two game. games since. I, yeah, so I, tuned, I like tuned into that one uh, while I was doing some homework because it was, uh, I think that was, was 5.30 or was it 8.30? I don't know. Either way, I was doing homework at, Probably should have done it earlier in the day, but uh, <laughs> I was doing it and I tuned in and I was like, oh, the, the Pride are up one nothing, like good shit. And 
literally, I should, you know, five to 10 seconds later, like 10 maximum, Toronto scores. And I was like, oh, okay, well, now this will be a good game. Cool. And then Toronto scores again. I'm like, oh, no, what did I do? I shouldn't, I shouldn't have even tried to watch this. That was the bad luck charm. I did that for the, uh, the Bruins too. Like, a like if you get one of their first games, uh, and then I stopped watching and they came back. So I was kind of hoping the same thing would happen, but it did not work out that way for that game. All right. Well, let's, let's move on to the NHL. <laughs> more, more positive uh, things for the Bruins. When mm. they look, looking for four in a row tonight as we record, um, we're going to watch that game after this. So we won't get too much into specifics of Bruins stuff because most of it's going to be outdated by the time we uh, we get to it but you know big big overtime win overtime goal from uh, Craig Smith against the Penguins last game that was super exciting I um, mm-hmm. love seeing this rally that the Bruins have had since uh, everyone started panicking about their lack of five on five scoring and uh, it turns out they're still a good team even even with all the injuries and Jake DeBrusque is down now. Tuka Rask is maybe injured. He definitely injured himself during the game, but finished out that game. Um, yeah, overall, pretty positive stuff on that end. May I add also that the Bruins found their offense uh, against the Flyers, and I drafted Carter Hart in my fantasy league, and I'm not happy about it. I'm just going to be honest. I'm not happy about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, also a Carter Hart uh goalie owner as well as a couple other goalies who haven't been doing particularly well this yeah, hasn't been good facing each other right now eh? oh yeah we should probably yeah let's let's have oh, i gotta log <laughs> in come on yahoo why don't you just save my oh now you're gonna email me some security okay i'm not let's, let's make this the most um, yeah drew you're up by four right now and you're projected sweet. to beat me by about nine the projections um, are stupid. <laughs> yeah, they are really stupid. Uh, most people outscored their projections last week by a solid hundred. I underscored um, mine by a, a solid hundred, so <laughs> it's great. Um, oh yeah, Jacob Marks from the terrible performance. But uh, yeah, for tonight for the Bruins, I know Jake DeBrusque's out, and people will be listening to this after this game. So I hope. They do decent without Jake DeBrusque. Um, and then I guess Matt Grizzlick's returning. So that's some good Craig news. Craig Smith on the top line. That's Craig Smith be cool. on the top line. He just scored a hat trick. It was really great to see uh, <laughs> in this game that's happening in an hour. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope Tuka's okay because they have Ladar as the backup. I hope it turns out that it's like, oh, we're just giving him the rest. Why make him sit on the bench? We were going to start Halak anyway. We can have. Rask sit in a like an ice bath or something instead of the bench. Like, I don't know. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully some good stuff happens and I guess I guess we'll figure that out. <laughs> Chelny, you got any, any any looks at the Bruins so far this year? I have Pasternak on my IR on <laughs> fantasy. So I mean Damn. hopefully hopefully, because the, the prediction was that he'll be back in early February. Fingers crossed for that, because my fantasy team would really appreciate that right now. He's uh, no longer in the non-contact jersey in uh, morning skates. So, I I need Pasternak more than the Bruins need Pasternak. If that, <laughs> listen, I, mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, dra- I think he was my first dra- first or second draft pick. Like I'm all for him. Uh, no, I had Austin Matthews as my first draft pick, and then I and then I took Pasternak. But I mean, I I would like him back, preferably. Uh, I know you guys would like him back as well, but 
I need him more. Like, you know, I, I need him more than y'all. I promise you. Uh, I also went Austin please. Matthews, David Pasternak in, in the draft uh, in the league that Drew and I are in. So what was your drafts? I think I think I had the sixth spot in my snake draft. So I I had I think I had Matthews and then the next spot was was pasta. I think I was around there. I maybe like I, I definitely went higher on Matthews. So I think I was like four or five and, and took Matthews pretty early because we're in a points oh, league and and he's yeah. like a he's a points monster. I had the second overall and went with McKinnon over uh, Tricital. So we'll see how that pans out. <laughs> I mean, it's panning out against me right now. Um, exactly. Any around the league thoughts, guys? I haven't watched a whole bunch of hockey. It's been pretty because uh, I've been focused on watching the Pride a lot. So it's been kind of like every once in a couple days, I'll catch like a Sharks game or a Ducks game, something like that. I've watched one Edmonton game, but haven't really gotten around the league with uh, like the earlier games for the most part. The Rangers still employ Jack Johnson, so I mean, but he's not in the lineup tonight. So, well, that's positive. I mean, hey, we're we're there's positive momentum. They still only have one win, but there's positive momentum. Uh, I know Gibson has been spectacular for Anaheim so far. He's the only reason the Ducks are anywhere near competent right now. So, uh, Gibson's Gibson's in the running for the for the early Vesna so far. I'm excited. Uh, I know it's early. And I mean, I'm hoping the Winter Olympics are s- still happening in 2022 when, uh, cross your fingers, the pandemic is over. Um, I can only hope. And uh, looking forward to Team USA and what, what that's going to look like. Cause, you know, you got Connor Hellebuck and John Gibson as a goaltending duo. That could be pretty fucking cool. I think Finland yeah. takes the cake with her ass, man. <laughs> Elite, <laughs> just because of that. Interested, in uh, well, so interested in your opinion on on Tuka Rask. We we asked our uh, our Devils cohort at THPN about Tuka Rask, and uh, he was shocked to find out that Bruins fans, a large swath of Bruins fans, absolutely despise him for some reason. Yeah, those guys are crazy. Like everybody that everybody that <laughs> hates Tuka Rask is insane. And I don't know what they're what they're watching, and they hate him just to hate him, and they find things to hate about Tuka Rask. This guy's one of the best goalies in the league and also in the world. Like, I don't know what else you want from him. I don't know what else. I literally, like, I can't figure out for the life of me what else you want from Tuka Rask. Like, people are still mad that he left the bubble despite him having a clear-cut emergency reason why he left the bubble. And everybody knows it at this point why he left the bubble. And people are still mad at him about it. Like, I don't, I don't get it. He's one of the best goalies in the league. I just... Those people just can't be reconciled with. Like, just, just send them off on an island somewhere. Like, they just, they shouldn't be Bruins fans. Tukarask <laughs> is such a good goalie. He's, a, he's a phenomenal it. goalie, and the fact that some Bruins fans don't like him is just why is just beyond <laughs> me. Doesn't make any sense to me. This is this is what I was hoping for. I think I think we're gonna keep having people on who are not Bruins fans and uh, keep getting <laughs> yeah. that same opinion until everyone has it in their head that like, okay, <laughs> everyone wants this guy on their team. I mean, the Rangers have a pretty good uh, goaltending uh, duo right now. So you probably don't <laughs> have any need for Tuca, but I mean, more of, more of a future bet on those two guys, but 
Yeah, where are you at on uh, Shesterkin and Georgiev? Yeah, I mean, uh, they've kind of had a rocky start to the season so far. They haven't really been the 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 dominant duo that we've seen last season and kind of been the projection to be. But, I mean, it's only a few games into the season. It's still There's still a lot of hockey to be played. Uh, the whole team kind of, I mean, they look good, but they also don't look good at all. Their underlying stats are better than they were. But it's just it's an, again it's another case of a of a super young team and they're gonna they're gonna make mistakes. I mean I was kind of hoping some of the big guys would step up more. Uh, Zabinajad's been kind of invisible for a lot of a lot of spots. Nobody can win a face off on this team. Literally nobody. I mean like it's what and and even the broadcasters like uh, we have Sam Rosen and Joe Micheletti and jo- and Joe as the analyst like. Will constantly in the last game against Buffalo, the Rangers. I I don't think they won a single faceoff that whole game. And Joe <laughs> and Joe mentioned it a, a, numerous times during the show during the during the the game. It's like, well, it, you know, the, if the Rangers just could win a faceoff every every now and again, may, maybe they'd maybe they'd score more, especially in the offensive zone. But they just can't win one. So. Uh, and for I don't know how I got under faceoffs when the when the question was about Shesterkin and Georgiev, but uh, but I mean like, they haven't been playing super well, but it's early. Uh, I think they'll figure it out. If it, what's uh, the center if it's any consolation? Oh. No, go for it, Drew. I was just gonna say if it's any consolation on Georgiev in video games, he pans out very well. So. Great, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> um, the center depth What's, is yeah. After Zabanajad, like what what does it look like down there? I'm not super familiar with the roster outside of like the you know top few wings and Zabanajad. So it's been Heedle has been the second line center, and he's been terrific for 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 them this season. But now he's out for four to six weeks, so that's a big that's a big hole in the roster. And then you get to like Ryan Strome maybe and <laughs> Brett Howden who does a lot of cardio on the ice and that's about it. So <laughs> in terms of like centers, yeah, there's not a whole lot there. The the big two, uh Zibby's been losing every face off and Hedl is injured. So it comes down to Strom and Howden, two guys that get paid a lot of money to work out on the ice during games. So, mm-hmm. you know, they there's they're definitely players i'll tell you that they are players at least that's, that's about any. all i could say about them for now at least he isn't losing any face off so you got that going for him I, can they win one i mean listen like, can we win like one or two maybe and then we'll 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 figure it out from there but please somebody win a face off so uh i i tweeted out a couple days ago um the i like retweeted uh dom lucision's i never know how to pronounce his name uh projections for the for the east division and the bruins are now 93 percent to make the playoffs 50 percent to win the division and 12 percent to win the stanley cup um you got any predictions as to like what you see happening at the at the top of the table and then kind of maybe where you see the Rangers finishing up the for the whole season. I mean, I think it's tough to kind of figure out where the Rangers are going to be because they've only won one game, but they've looked 
pretty good for the most part. Like there's been time, like they they lost to Pittsburgh and they really shouldn't have lost to Pittsburgh. They lost to Buffalo and they kind of just were lulled to sleep that game. Like they didn't, they should have won that game, but but I like I can definitely see why they didn't lose that game. Well, well they did lose the game, so they only have one win. They're they're like one of the worst teams in the league right now with like Ottawa who looks awful. Um, but you know, like they really shouldn't be one, four and one, but, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, they play, they play at seven. I forget who they play. I'm such a great Rangers fan that I don't know who they play in 40 minutes. Um, but, <laughs> but for Boston, I mean, look, they're, they're top of the standings right now. Like everybody kind of expected them to be Washington's been looking great. Philadelphia, if Carter Hart can maybe stop a beach ball every now and again, would also be up there as well. And Pittsburgh, for as awful as they are for, like, 59 out of the 60 minutes, are somehow finding ways to get points up on the board and winning games as well. So, and, and you got other teams, like, you know, the whole division is not bad. Like, the Islanders are, are looking at the standings right now. Like, they're 3-3, three and three, but they're they're a solid team. Like, they made the conference final. Uh, Buffalo just won two in a row. New Jersey's got my boy Scott Wedgwood, so they're gonna win the Stanley Cup with with Wedge. Uh, <laughs> but you know the whole the whole division's looking solid. I mean, Washington's the only team that hasn't lost in regulation yet. But in the uh, in the Mass Mutual Eastern Conference, uh, <laughs> but you know it, it's I think for now it's way too early to tell. But the the Bruins are looking good. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's kind of. Where I'm always at on on predictions of, of things. I, I set you up for for this, but fuck predictions. We don't do them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you, you you mentioned the the Penguins and uh, <clears throat> overtime the other night. I don't know if you saw Andrew, but uh, oh, Chris, oh, a nice oh, little a nice little two saw. on zero for Malkin and Latang there. Three um, on zero. It was three on zero, but then the other dude was just like, "I'm gonna hang back and bring pick or something." Change, like, you know? I don't know. He's just like, well. It, to be to be fair, like if if I were out there with Malkin and Latang and had a three on O, I'd get the fuck out of there. I'm not fucking with that. <laughs> they can go and take it themselves. I'm not getting in the way. But uh yeah, that was pretty sweet. Uh how Tukarash just broke that up in the end. They were a little lax on and Tukarash took a stick out, fucking deflected yeah, think- away. And then maybe a minute later, less. Yeah. Krejci and Craig Smith execute one and did the same thing ah. basically. But yeah, I think uh okay. I think the Malkin Latang uh, that needed to be set up maybe like five feet deeper, like before getting to the goal. Yeah. Um, Cause then, you know, Tuka doesn't have the option to stick check that. And yeah, and apparently Tuka has been doing like stick work. It was something that somebody said during an intermission report on Nesson. So he, he wasn't before like, <laughs> I, well, I think especially because, you know, you can't get ice time and stuff. He's just like in his room. He's just like, I don't know. That's one of I the was, most underappreciated parts of a goalie's game. Like you have to know how to use your, you have to know how to use your stick well. Poke checking, you have to be aggressive with it. And I like there's some goalies like Tristan Jari. I remember the other night against the Rangers. Uh, I think I think it was Heedle who da- who danced in Jari's crease, and he just didn't poke it. Like the puck is right there. Right, like I played, like I played goalie for a little bit. Like I understand what, like you know, the 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 you know the intricacies of what it, like what you know when to use your stick and when to kind of or when to not be aggressive with it. And and there's some goalies. Tukarask is very good with his stick. Like he, especially on that two and on that two and 
Like if if that was ninety five percent of other goalies, that probably would just be an easy cross crease goal, and that's the end of the game. But with Tuukka Rask, like he he knew when to stick the when when to poke the the pass at the right time, and the Bruins went the other way. So for 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 a goalie to to know when to use a stick properly, I think is crucial, and for Rask to have a good grasp on that is huge. More more Rask praise, and I'm I'm here for it. Um, yeah, I mean it's he's insanely calm in the crease, which I think makes a lot of Bruins fans think that he's not trying or something, but it's just good positioning and knowing where to be and what to do. And he does a lot of that shit really once well. Upon, if I can once upon once up there, there it is. Once upon a time. Yeah. It's, it's very, once it's upon very... a time. I can't, I can't get my, I can't I'm just like, trying figure, to figure out, out what you're trying to do for those, yeah, for those who aren't watching, but listening. Andrew's pointing at a picture of himself as goalie, but it's so small in the background. I had no idea what you're pointing to. And the video call service that we're using, unlike every other single video call service, doesn't have the mirror image of yourself. So if you're trying to figure yeah. out what you're doing, you yeah. can't do. I'm like trying to, I'm like trying to point, but I'm trying to like look at yeah, the I'll screen give you while I do it. It's... You can actually, people can see it now. There you go. Yeah, right it's there. it's no longer like five pixels. It's there like it ten now. It's great. <laughs> ah, what else we got? We got anything else? Yeah, I don't know. What, uh, so, I, I guess when life? <laughs> when the Bruins play the Rangers, that will be in what, like a week and a half, two weeks ish. Tenth. Yeah, yeah, two February. weeks ish. Like thirteen days or some shit. Yeah. Yep, like two um, February tenth. What well, what are you expecting um, when when these two teams clash? What what kind of matchups are you looking at? Like, yeah, it, it the... depends on if Jack Johnson plays or not. Because if he plays well, then <laughs> it's probably gonna be over before it started. Uh, and again, like I I've trashed Jack Johnson on my own podcast numerous times, and I will keep saying it. Like I'm not trashing Jack Johnson the person. Right, because I don't know Jack Johnson the person. He could be the nicest human being on the face of the planet. Like I got nothing against Jack Johnson the, the human being, but he shouldn't be out there on the ice in a National Hockey League game. Like he's just he, he can't be on. He's so he's so bad that, <laughs> that if if the Rangers still don't have a goal scored when he's on the ice, like oh, he, God. he he's wow. he's not good. Like, he's just not a good player. Uh, so if Jack Johnson plays well, probably won't. Expect positive things from the Rangers, but I mean, again, with Heedle out, it's it's really kind of just a trial by committee sort of thing. If Zabinajad could win a face-off, if uh, Kreider could show up once uh, more often than one every couple of games here, uh, if Lafreniere could get it going, I mean, he's looked good in certain spots, uh, but he has he doesn't have any points yet. I think he's kind of you know holding his stick a little too tight. He's what 18 years old, like I. First, first overall pick. He's got he's got massive expectations. I get it. Like you know, you can't you can't it can't Not the all come as market easy. To be the number one overall overall pick, also. Yeah, I mean, you can't it can't all be like Mario Lemieux's first shift, right? First shift, first goal, monkey off the back, easy, right? It can't it can't all be like that. So he's he's gone a few games without scoring, but he's gotten his chances. I mean, Andre Miller's a superstar already. He's played like what six games. Kendra Miller's a superstar. He, he's incredible. 
uh, on on the blue line, and so is Adam Fox. So, so be ready for be ready. Probably, I would imagine uh, for a Keandre Miller and Adam Fox pair on the blue line uh, when the when the Bruins visit the Rangers or or is it the or is it the Rangers visiting Boston? I don't know. No idea. We didn't do the research. Oh, right? Either way, either way, whoever whoever's visiting who, uh, be prepared because Kendra Miller has has skyrocketed up to the, to the top of the the time on ice uh, chart. I mean, he's he he played against Crosby for like the whole game uh, against Pittsburgh, and he was spectacular. So Kendra Miller and, and Adam Fox, be prepared to see a whole lot of them. That, yeah, yeah they, that's awesome. They'll they'll be in New York, and if you go to the, you know NHL dot com slash Bruins slash schedule, uh, you can see that if you want to, you can get uh, you can fly with JetBlue there and get a hotel at the Hilton. But I would highly not recommend that. Use sure. promo code a drinkable podcast. You can taste <laughs> with spaces between every other two words. <laughs> at what for what JetBlue or Hilton? Yeah, both. Which, which one? Which yeah, one sure. Why not? More likely to sponsor us, the Hilton or JetBlue? I'm thinking JetBlue probably. I'm thinking too. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, oh, also, I'm just expecting that Bergeron's going to win 100% of his face-offs. Yeah, Seriously. easily. He's already above 50, so I would assume. Easily. If the 100%. Rangers couldn't win a face-off against Buffalo, then, I mean, like, no offense to Buffalo's centerman, right? But, like, if you can't – gets Jack Eichel and then – Pretty good one, and then, and then it drops who, off precipitously who, in terms of – in, ter- in terms of people. centermen that can dominate faceoffs, it's Jack yeah. Eichel, and then it's that's it for mm-hmm. for dominant centermen on the Sabers. So if you can't win a faceoff against not Jack Eichel on the Sabers, there's not a shot you're gonna <laughs> win a one faceoff against Petrusburg. Is, is Eric Stahl? It's just not actually, gonna happen. I actually remember Eric Stahl being pretty good on the faceoff. I don't know if that's true though. I don't remember. Maybe he it's m- his brother. He might, he might be. Of- Oh well. I mean, even, I mean, even then, sure. Like, if there's still, other, if you other... can't win faceoffs against, you know, the third and fourth line, then there's no way you're gonna win faceoffs against Patrice Bergeron. It's not happening. I, I got to get my David Krejci jokes in though, because I think uh, oh, upon boy. upon this rock, I will build my faceoff win percentage. Uh, and there we go. <laughs> got our got our uh, running joke that uh, David Krejci is uh, um, Peter to uh, Patrice Bergeron's Jesus, and upon this rock, I will build my church. I'll make a note. Uh, add laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not watching the video, track. Drew is searching through uh, his notes to find to a place to write that. Chris's shitty fucking joke. All right, cool. Hey, Drew's making fun of me now, but he made the last joke I made about that at the cold open on the last episode. So. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It was a good one. Well, I purposely searched for what you said. Hey, this should be the cold open. I was like, all right. I guess that should be because I can't judge. I can't judge that. Yeah. Drew right. drew that Photoshop, though. That's got to keep going around. Photoshop of the... Cr- oh, I should have uploaded it. So could we could pull it up. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> literally, when we log off, and I'm going to go... I have my computer my other computer set up right in front of the TV. I'm ready to do some Craig Smith photoshops for, for him being on the top line. Wait, <laughs> wait, it's, I, <laughs> we got a weird uh, line. We get some weird line combos tonight. Cause uh, Jake DeBrusque is hurt. And apparently uh, 
And Kasha and Pasternak. <laughs> well, yeah, but in terms of new injuries, and apparently uh, Cassidy really loves Anders Bjork on the fourth line. So, uh, so Par Lindholm in at third line center. <laughs> so, <of> weird. <laughs> so awkward, dude. It's literally, it's literally like NHL twenty one AI coach to like yeah. just decides the Bruins lines every night. Like it's fucking inc- incredible. It's weird. But um, hey, it seems to be working. So. But uh, we got Charlie Coyle, uh, second line right wing. Um, yeah, Nick uh, Ritchie on the second line. Which Nick Ritchie staying is... on second second line left wing. Yeah. Um, hey, as long as he keeps scoring, hey, Nick Ritchie, Bruins and Bruins apology tour, uh, episode three or four, no, whatever. Once he scores, once he scores twenty, or I suppose whatever the equivalent would be for this shortened season, then uh, then we'll then we'll talk. But yeah, until then, like sixteen range. Until then, it's a phase. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a phase, mom. <laughs> I will say, Nick Ritchie is the like power play one net front presence that like that he should have been last year. The like. I don't know. It's a. It's been a long time since the Bruins have had somebody you can actually like clear out the front of the net on the power play, and that's kind of cool. First person's in Salucic, right? I think so. Um, I mean, Chara played there. Uh, he was effective, but Chara played there. <laughs> Louis Air pretty good in a completely different way, um, but he was more like a. I'm really good at deflecting pucks and um, passing the puck from this area, but. Yeah, not a not a big body at all. What a finesse by Louis Erickson. He just he just signed that big contract and he said, you know what? I just forgot how to play hockey. Where are you gonna continue to pay me because of that contract? So see ya. It was interesting. Out. It was very interesting. He 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 showed up. He was very good for a couple years, and then was like mediocre for one year. Had some concussion issues. Came back. Played on the top line. And scored 30 goals, but only had like 20 assists and his shooting percentage was like 20%. And everyone was like, oh, this guy's great. And then he goes into free agency and Vancouver's like, yeah, we got to give this guy $6 million a year. Um, and the Bruins escaped that, but somehow decided that we were, they were going to spend the money, uh, you know, just as wisely on David Backus. Um, <laughs> and John Moore. Oh bit. my god, don't get me fucking started. Jesus Rangers Fun legend John Moore. Hey, hey, you watch it on Rangers Legend, John Moore. What's uh what's Jack Johnson's cap hit? One point two million dollars. Alright, I'll take Jack Johnson then. No. More. John Moore is way better than Jack I, Johnson. Well, if he's just gonna be fucking riding the if he's just gonna be up on the seventh floor watching I mean, the game from the Raptors, then yeah, plays, I'll take Jack though, Johnson. I I didn't know you were that big of a fan of uh, like chill soft rock music. Is that what? Add laugh track. Oh, oh. Jack Johnson. I know that's like a musical artist. Oh, I thought Jack well, Johnson was. I thought Jack Johnson was like just country. Over my head. No, 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 no. Man, it sounds very country. To, I mean, I, mean, I, I, I am wearing an Iron Maiden shirt, but like it's. It's not Jack Johnson, I guess, does not make my kind of Jack music. Johnson and Iron Maiden both in the same genre. Sure. Famously. <laughs> I, listen, I mean, uh, if Jack Johnson's on your team, he's probably going to play. It's my, like, my top so, two. So if you, tra- if you trade for Jack Johnson, he's going to play. Yeah. Whether you uh, like it or not, you're not. 
Spoiler. Well, no, I'm not saying not. I wish we traded for. <sighs> yeah, I this don't know. A, this is a bad idea to talk about hell. whether we should. <laughs> what team Jack Johnson should be on? Because I don't think he should be on an should NHL team. Should it be on an NHL team? I'll tell you that right now. It's, it's not the a Providence game. Bruins, or I guess the Marlboro, Marlboro Bruins. Because that's where they're sure. playing. You can yeah, be I mean, on the A or preferably the E. You know, Jim Jim Rutherford quit basically because he had to deal with all of the uh, Jack Johnson hate he got over the last three years or whatever. I mean, his, with all the stuff he had to deal with with uh, bankruptcy and everything, like you know, I I wish him nothing but nothing but success and happiness and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. And again, like I don't want to trash him as a person, but as a hockey player, ain't good. He just ain't good. So I mean, he's getting the checks, so I think he can deal with the. With the criticism of his play, I, I, I mean, I would hope so, but it's just I said this on on my podcast as well. Like it's such a big red flag that the Rangers were like, "Hey, you know that you know that 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 defenseman over there, that guy that can't play hockey. Hey, why don't we pay him one point two million dollars to come play for this team? How about that? It's the why don't we do that? It's the NHL GM with like." <laughs> Man, let's get back to old hockey brain. Where like, hey, we need this guy who can who plays a really like, he's a big body, plays a solid game in the defensive end, and but like he doesn't. No, like if you can't skate, you yeah. can't play defense in the NHL anymore. You can't. And uh, it's, so it's, it's funny too because they were like, oh well, he kills penalties, and he's been the worst penalty killer I have ever seen. In my nearly 24 <laughs> years of existing on this lone planet. exception is Zidane Chara, who has a like 15 foot reach when you take into account his arm and his uh, stick. I think that's the only person who you could say like, oh, he can't skate at all, but is still a useful NHL defenseman. The Rangers had a, I think they were killing either a four on three or a five on three a couple weeks ago. I can't remember which one it was, but my guy, my guy JJ, spent the entire penalty kill. On one on on one knee, as as the other team was passing around him, like if he's trying if, to block passes or like that's a good question because I mean he wasn't doing that so I don't know what he was doing. Maybe he's just tired. I, dude, if if they brought him in for for penalty killing and they still <laughs> put him out there, despite that, I mean there's there's no hope. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right, we got like five minutes till till the Bruins and the Rangers don't play each other, but they play separately. Uh, we should probably adjourn to uh, do our duties as people who cover hockey. Uh, I don't know why people listen to us, but people mm-hmm. should listen to your podcast, Chell Squared. Uh, w- would you like to... Uh, anything else you want to plug, uh, including your own plug of your own podcast? I mean... At Chell Squared on Twitter, at Chelney Andrew on Twitter as well, C-H-E-L-N-E-Y Andrew. Uh, just had Morata Tesh on a couple of days ago to break down this uh, Line A Dubois trade. Uh, I, that was a really cool episode. Uh, I mean, I've had some pretty sick people on the show. Uh, Brett Hull, probably the, the biggest one. Uh, Patty LaFontaine was great. That's uh, that one time you uh, texted Brett Hall about your Call of Duty. Uh... I accidentally <laughs> texted Brett Hall once that I got 18 kills on Warzone. Uh, he didn't respond. 
but you know what though? He knows. He knows that if he ever picks up a controller, that he's got a good teammate. That's all I gotta say. About that. So <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Incredible uh, stuff. I was gonna say, in addition to all those fantastic guests, there's also an episode that I was on. Uh, yes, you, you were, should, of course. You, not, you were. Yeah, on, I was the one who kicked it off. Though, you know, you didn't start getting those big guests until I until I was on. You know, they all, right. they all well, follow yeah. suit. So it's it's You're a welcome. ladder you know i gotta i gotta get you and then you get brett hall like that's just it's the way that it goes uh but yeah i mean it's on uh apple apple podcast spotify literally wherever you get your podcast if there's a platform that for some reason isn't that the show isn't just let me know and i'll do my best to, to put it on there All every right. week i try uh, i try to do an episode every week well sometimes thanks. it doesn't work out but i try, <laughs> try my best thanks for coming on man uh this is awesome we'll we'll have you back sometime um absolutely if, yeah as, as long as you enjoyed yourself you don't oh, have yeah, to yeah 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 i mean you, i'll have i'll have my people call your people and, and we'll, uh we'll, we'll, and set, we'll, we'll up. set up a time yeah uh maybe to break down the aftermath of the the bruins rangers series sure. i'm sure that'll go well for all of us <laughs> probably it's gonna go well for for one team bold prediction maybe they will split um i hope that everyone listening to this podcast didn't hear our dog nelson barking in the background for the whole thing but if they did he's really cute and you should excuse him for it fair all right uh thanks for listening to episode 16 of season two of Bruins and bruins a drinkable podcast you can taste uh presented by bruins diehards the a website that hosts all three of us and everyone um yell at cam um yeah, cam's really a job or something and can't be recorded also we, we have to sing out so do <laughs> <laughs>